Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Trend to See, the Volunteer Zeit. Um, a play on the volunteer state. Uh, I am Jack, and I am thrilled to be joined once again by once Miles again, back is the Gray! incredible. Hey, hey, I'm back. I'm back. That's Thank right. you so much for having me back. Thank you so much for <laughs> listening to me speak now. Yeah. I'll explain more. Check out tomorrow's episode. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff going on in my life. You know, I had to sort out good things, I guess, <laughs> if you, depending on how you look at it. What a horrible way to describe that. <laughs> okay, Loki, I got married. Okay, never mind. Uh, Check it out tomorrow. The full announcement. But that was part of your vows, right? Is uh, Loki had some shit that I had to sort out down here uh, with Yo, you. Yo, Loki, when we met, and Loki. I had so much shit. I did. I did tell Her Majesty though in the vows. I was like, "Fam," or not even say that, "Fam." <laughs> Loki and Fam figured heavily. Loki, okay. All right, now Miles will read his vows. <clears throat> fam, <laughs> when you. <laughs> No, all beautiful, all beautiful, all beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Well, we're thrilled to have you back. And Euphoria uh, is still airing. Mm. Um, You know, for a lot of people, uh, the Super Bowl was Euphoria having an episode last night. I don't know. I saw that (laughs) tweeted by somebody. (laughs) Just lame coverage. Anyway, uh, are you are you watching Euphoria? No, Uh, I haven't. No, not yet. I had okay. to get through like three other shows. Yeah. Also, I had to watch like half of Love is Blind because that shit just came out. And trash always takes, you know, precedence for me. Number when the trash one. comes out, my dirty, parasitic mouth opens up for all the garbage. Yeah. So Love is Blind, we did uh, talk about how season two dropped. Um, so we're not going to talk about Euphoria. Uh, we can save that for, <laughs> I'm actually going to be out uh, for a couple days later on this week for my dad's 70th. So oh. super producer Becca will presumably... Be filling in, and she can uh, give a review of where we're at with uh, this season of Euphoria at that okay. point. But how? G- give me w- w- what's the update on Love Is Blind season two? Oh my god, it's just all I love it because the premise is great because it's all about like already you know motherfuckers are desperate if you're going on this show <laughs> if you're like yeah fuck it and I'll marry them I don't give a fuck. Mm. Um, so people are like very ripe for like just falling in love with the disembodied voice on the other side of a, like a wall. Yeah. And I was watching with her man. She's like, what's wrong with these people? I'm like, it's the perfect blend of desperation and like quirky gamified interactions. Um, but there's some interesting people, like one couple where you're like, oh, they'll work. Or another person you're like, oh, this, this dude actually kind of evolved a little bit. And the narrator's like, he in fact did not. <laughs> um, so it's got a little bit of everything. It's, it's, it's pretty messy uh and now we're just kind of waiting for these other there's all and there's always a couple where like like someone wanted to be with another person and they denied them and then like regretted it after and then they see them like after the fact and they're like low-key they're like i actually right i still like you we talked about that being from season one with uh what's his name the the real hot dude who plays the acoustic guitar who's mm-hmm. just like real average ordinary uh Abercrombie model and yep. the blonde blonde woman from uh Chicago who was like damn Barnett that was his name yeah uh, wow yeah 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 that was the furthest I I mean we talked about it a little bit last last week but I think that's the furthest I've gone with a reality show in a while because I 
feel like the people on that show are damaged in a way that is more recognizable to me than right. like a lot of the other reality TV where it seems like they're all dealing with, you know, some form of damage that stems from narcissistic personality disorder, you know? Yeah. This is just good old fashioned thirsty lonelies, you know? <laughs> and we're gonna <laughs> put them in the bucket of oh, thirsty, you got the thirsty lonelies. lonelies. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're perfect for this, but yeah, there's no one like last year. I remember, I remember rooting for that one couple, uh, the interracial couple. And I was like, yeah. oh, shit. and they were like a shining example this year. It's just, it's a garbage. I'm not sure who the fuck is going to end up together after this. Mm-hmm. So, you know. All right. Fuck it. I like conflict. There we go. New York Post is trending. <laughs> uh, did you so, see that? I did not see this. But, Dude, they, they posted a picture of like Snoop, right? So one of the camera guys caught Snoop before the halftime show just hitting a fucking blunt or a joint or something like right before, like he was clearly at the steps to get on stage and just like right before the lights went out, they kind of be like, all right, let me get a couple in real quick before I perform. And then like Snoop Dogg smoking weed before half, like it was like they were shocked and appalled that Snoop was smoking weed in his hometown before he takes the stage. (laughs) And people were like, Yo, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Like, this is, do you know anything about where this is, who this is, where we are? So a lot of people were just sort of pointing out to like, this is like the saddest like outrage take, like in the history of outrage takes. I would have been shocked and outraged if he had not, in fact, smoked weed before the halftime yeah. show. And he wouldn't, any, have you seen him perform anywhere else? He's typically smoking the whole time. Right. So if anything... I would be more, the headline there is like, damn, Snoop made a concession for the league by not smoking weed on stage in his hometown. On stage, right. You yeah, know? yeah. Great, great performance. We talk about a little bit more on tomorrow's episode, but uh, right. great. Help. And I think people just can't believe too that it's like legal either. Right. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah, it, it is. Go mm. walk, walk in any place where there's tourists congregating in LA and you'll regularly see people like passing out from smoking weed they're not prepared for. Yeah, and the new the New York Post is probably still on some like racist like reefer madness shit, you know? Yeah, like they're like scandalized that that was the halftime show to begin with, and yeah, uh, yeah. And anyway, it makes sense. Is like you know, there's more grumblings like Chuck Schumer is looking for you know a thing to pass that might be popular with people rather than like you know like functioning you know healthcare and things like that. It's like, I feel like the Democrats always have a shit like the list of like, all right, shit will deploy in case we can't get other shit done. They're like, I think it's time for the weed one, y'all. I think mm. it's time. I think it's time. That low hanging fruit we should have got done a long time ago. It, it, I think it'll pull well. There we go. Hashtag day without immigrants is trending. Um, protesters are holding demonstrations in DC uh, in observance of a day without immigrants, which is a strike and rally advocating expedited citizenship for undocumented workers in the u.s mm. i mean <laughs> well, yeah <laughs> could you well, <laughs> uh yeah please yeah agreed we do right. need to have expedited citizenship we still have all these dreamers that right. we we need to get on a proper path to citizenship we still have dude we're we're like you know even like even like capitalists are like may we kind of need more people here with like specialized skills uh, mm-hmm. because we don't th- th- that's what immigration can do uh, in a positive sense you can bring 
all kinds of people into your workforce <laughs> to exploit them further for more profit. But yeah, uh, it's it's always interesting to see how like people on the right who would be like, I, I'm fine without an immigrant. Like, yeah, right. okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah. wait, all these things? Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> they don't want to do that. They, they're, uh, their position is like no longer coherent and it's... No. It's hard to talk about. <laughs> it's like no, it's know, it's just fascism fuck? now. It's yeah. it's truly after the legitimized political discourse shit with the RNC. Their whole thing is now the only thing I can make of their platform is fascism is fine, right? Folks. Yeah. Okay. The, like the shit we talk on tomorrow's episode about Charlie Kirk calling the halftime show sexual anarchy like they're just like their signals are getting mixed up like that i I don't know it doesn't it doesn't make sense anymore uh they must be talking heads fans because they stopped making sense am i right (laughs) folks okay all All right right. that's Uh, a david burn if i've ever heard one (laughs) uh let's take a quick break uh while we recover from that joke and i'll be right back And we're back, and Shikari Richardson is in the news because of the way that a Russian figure skater is being handled. She had literal performance-enhancing drugs in her system and was called out for it by the Olympic Committee and is being allowed to come back to continue to compete. They're just like, we won't do a big show of the medal ceremony, but she's allowed to, come on, what are we going to take away her ice skates? Come on, folks so fucking weird that the mm. the high court of sport arbitration whatever the fuck it's called this figure skater uh her name's camilla valieva had you know performance like like was doping <laughs> like hey whoa 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 you got the shit in your blood that like makes it easier for you to put in more energy for a longer period of time which we would call performance enhancing versus richardson you know Smoked weed, and they're like, that's smoked it. Weed. Sorry, folks. You're gone. Uh, so I think a lot of people, and herself included, were like, this fucking doesn't make sense uh, at all. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. What a what a time to have your eyes open and be able to see multiple things contradict each other and mm. yeah, be disheartened by that. So yeah, you know, that's the Olympics have already been a real fucking brain scratcher from what i've seen like half the it's like interesting watching like how there's like the what was it the norwegian team or one of the finnish athletes who like took a picture of their dorm that was like absolutely inundated with water like blowing out of like all the fucking lights and shit they were like you gotta erase that now put it take it down now don't show anyone those pictures uh to you know whatever there's so many people complaining about the judging but hey all that to say is i haven't been i've every year my excitement for the olympics goes down just that much more yeah what was the peak what was the peak for you was it 96 yeah i feel like 92 was big for the dream team barcelona yeah but then we were coming and there was 92 also dan and dave when that was the thing but maybe maybe but carl lewis Lewis was a real right showstopper but it makes sense that the like the Olympics is the most like, you know, late stage capitalistic institution of all. Like it's just, you know, controlled by massive uh, global corporate 
corporate sponsors. And it makes sense that like, as they become slightly less profitable, that money's not coming out of their profits. It's coming out of like how they treat the people at the bottom level, which in this case are the athletes, the people who are putting in the work. I mean, it all, I think it all depends like kind of what 96 was just like Michael Johnson, you know, that was just like in his golden sprinting spikes was like the big thing. And then other years, like just would have one thing that I was like super excited for. After that, I was just mostly watching for the basketball. Right. Um, But I don't know. There's, there's just something over time that you just like, you you kind of get less invested. And is the more you like pay attention to things, you're like, "Eh, this this whole thing's fucking stupid. Yeah. And it's especially sucks to, you know, if you're only watching for basketball and the winter Olympics, which still to this day, like Mm -hmm. refuses to have any, it's bullshit. Uh, It's definitely like the midterm elections of, of the Olympics. And sometimes, you know, I, I will credit though, uh, the Vancouver Olympics uh, made me switch careers because I was jealous of a, a downhill skier who like, just like accomplished their life's dreams. And I was like, what am I doing in politics? Like, Oh really? This per- yeah. I was like, this person's fucking crying. Cause they've, they went after a thing they want. I'm like, nah, I need to do comedy. There you I'm go. I'm off this. All right. Well, anyways, I, I think everybody was riveted when they went from the Super Bowl to the solo Bob. The solo Bob sled. You know what? I'm not going to lie. Watch you the stuck? fuck out of the solo Bob. <laughs> that shit was more interesting to me than the fucking the, the Super Bowl at, at a certain point. I was like, damn, one person and then hearing about all the sprinters they convert. Because that thing was like 300 pounds. The solo Bob sled. man. So you really like, and watching those people get out the blocks, you're like, that's a fuck. Like, yeah, Mm. you got You need power behind that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Amy Schumer, Regina King and Wanda Sykes, I believe are announced as the lineup to host the Oscars this year. They're going with like a panel. Okay. Which, okay. Okay. That's a, that's a cool lineup. Sure. Like them. Another thing, Sorry, right? Regina Hall. Award shows. Regina Hall, not Regina King. Oh, okay. A- another thing that is slowly more, more and more people are like, why are we doing this still? Like, right. I, it was funny to see how many like people in the film industry be like, man, the fucking Oscar gives a shit about him. <laughs> like, wait, right. hold on, what? Yeah. Um, Sarah Palin was suing the New York Times uh, for linking her in an editorial to a mass murder. And a U.S. judge on Monday threw out her lawsuit. So that was being like covered as a major, it determined press freedom, I think, is like how it was being covered and therefore very significant. And the judge was like, you don't really have any evidence per se? Sounds on par for the MAGA world. Yeah, because all they need to say is that they are suing someone. And most people are like, oh, no. Yeah. Because... You see the same shit rhetorically deployed when, you know, cause I watch a lot of, you know, I'm on Reddit and shit and looking at weird shit all the time. And, uh, you see incidents of people like losing their shit over like wearing a mask or something. And it's like a thing where you always see conservatives like threaten the lawsuit, like in these like day to day altercations with other people where they're like, <laughs> okay, well you must want to get sued. Like right. is what they always act like. Oh, now I'm gonna have to go to my trunk and sue you. And most people are like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. But that's one consistent thing that there was like, oh, wow. Can't wait. 
you must you must want a hundred lawsuits right now is like their sort of rebuttal to things and I'm like, do you know how much it costs to sue somebody? Because you're probably going to be put off by it unless you're, you know, you have some cousin who's practicing law and is willing to take your file, your nonsense case. Yeah. The thing that with Trump's strategy where he has just done illegal shit flagrantly for his entire career and then just threatened to sue people if they point it out. Problem with that is uh, not everybody inherited a hundred million dollars when they were Mm -hmm. a baby. Damn it. (laughs) <laughs> step one um, inherit 100 million dollars as baby and then ads from the big game man everyone's talking about him what was Hell your yeah. favorite oh man when larry dave was speaking japanese selling <laughs> nfts was he really speaking japanese yeah there was something when he was saying like he was definitely doing it i heard him say something in japanese that's when i was like what's going on in there <laughs> and I looked and I was like, Larry David's speaking Japanese. And then it was like the towards the end of it. And it's like crypto. And I'm like, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. The, what other ads did I see? I honestly didn't again. Cause I really only watched like a little bit before halftime and then very like on and off uh, for the second half. I didn't really get to see as many commercials aside from the fact that I felt like I kept hearing the word crypto be said like a lot. Yeah. NFTs, crypto, the bank, wallet, all all that shit. Uh, yeah. I don't really know what anyone was talking about. Still, offer still stands. If you can send me a link to a video where this shit makes sense and, uh, you know, plead your case, sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. I still not, still got nothing. <laughs> still, still got nothing here. Still, like most people have been saying, someone else had a tweet about, they're like, wow, the amount of celebrities like in these crypto ads really makes it apparent that they need more people, quote, down line from them if they're going to get rid of all these leggings. <laughs> yeah, I like I, I saw somebody else wondering, like, how they should have to reveal if they were paid in crypto or cash when they're right. in, a, in a thing like this, because... I think that's relevant because if they're going to keep pushing the idea that crypto is a thing and then they have like massive amounts of their wealth tied up in it, it just so far, uh, everything I've seen on the crypto front just reveals that celebrities spend way more time talking to financial advisors than to anyone who is not either working for them or themselves famous. Yeah. That's what's wild, you know, you, how quickly you can just move up the social ladder and then you have, comple- you have completely no idea how most people live anymore. Right. There was a, an ad for Mixed Nuts, uh, Ken Jeong and Joel uh, McHale, which ah. is how I think you should pronounce it. Joel um, McHale. In honor of that dunk. I don't know if you saw Joel Embiid dunk yeah. on the Cavs and it looked like somebody... Explode! It looked like they both exploded. Like where, when he dunked, it looked like they both like had stepped on a mine. Yeah, I, f- I felt like an animation that would have been in like NBA Street. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Ken Jeong and Joel McHale like had a. Uh, I eat my mixed nuts separately. I eat them all at once. Like, and then they tweet it, and then America is like thrown into a civil war over it. And not like legit, but like everybody's really mad at each other and protesting in the streets. And the funny tagline is, hmm, who knew that like a small disagreement would divide America? So it was like right. written by, you know, 
the centrist people who are like, guys, we just need to come together, which sucks. Jesus. Just whatever. Uh, hey, man, the Super Bowl commercials will heal everything in time. I was hoping they would. I really thought yeah. I th- really thought we had it. Hey, the Paul um, Rudd and Seth Rogen one. Oh, you know what? That was a funny one. The Pringles one. With the dude with the person, his, his the can on his hand for his whole life. Yeah. That, that shit kind of, that, that kind of made me laugh when, and more specifically when the guy went on a date and then his date, like lovingly caressed his can hand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to ask yourself, is she into you or is she into the can hand? In the can. Yeah. Like it seems Which like Which one is it, dude? And then the E-Tray baby was back. Oh, really? For a new generation. And that's all, that's the only one that, that stuck with my three-year-old. Not surprisingly. Cause he was like, Oh, I know that dude. Uh, and then also <laughs> the McDonald's one where they like the whole ad is about the thing you say right when you're ordering, when they're like, can I, what, what would you like? And you're like, uh, uh could I get, mm, and he... that like got stuck in my kid's head. Like it was a, an earworm. Um, and he was like, what well, about so the one it was where they're a... like, ah, uh, people's like whatever their transitional tone is into actually yeah. speaking. And then for some reason, Kanye rolls up in like a futuristic war vehicle. And then really? he orders, I think, I think that's what was happening. I always say, yeah, I'm thinking about what I say. Yeah. Let me I'll get, go, yeah, uh, let me get, I say, yeah, let me get, I say promptly, sir. And then I, uh, tell them what I want. <laughs> and then you're like, they always put spit in my food when I order it like that. <laughs> must be a menu hack. Kind of what I'm into now. <laughs> all right well those are some of the things that are trending on this monday uh february 14th happy valentine's day to yeah. everyone out there we are back tomorrow with a whole last episode yep. of the show until then be kind to each other be mm-hmm. kind to yourselves uh get the vaccine yes. wear a mask yes. uh even if you're at the super bowl you know it'll be nice <laughs> nice they're time traveling huh over there that was wild I didn't see a single fucking. Is it because the wave, like, is it because, like, Fauci was like, we're basically out of the big pandemic part? I'm like, what is everybody saying right now out loud? And who has anyone checked in on people with kids who work from home? Yeah, because I haven't heard from my friends who do that. Yeah, it, it. People were tired of it. They were just waiting for one person to be like, "Well, that's that's enough." Then, and uh, that that's how everyone's acting. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't blow up in our face i mean we see it every time right hey it's great and then you get three months of like feeling good then a fucking crippling wave and then another couple months and then another wave but hey man whatever let's just live free let's live free the hammer and the dance it's real also don't do nothing about white supremacy and we will be back tomorrow bye bye